0: I live my life a quarter mile at a time.
1: Nothing else matters. I'm sorry. I don't speak Japanese, but we drive it.
0: Welcome back to the Fast Five Minute Podcast, a show where each and every two good friends, they come together. Uh, Just to talk about five minutes of of Fast and the Furious movie. Stupid, I know. But we're here, and we're on episode 17.
1: roast us at this point in this podcast.
0: (laughs) Episode 17 um, of season three, which means we are watching minute 80 to 85 of Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift. We are coming up on the end. Uh, After this, we only have three more episodes. Um, My name's Stone. And with me, as always, is the uh, co-host of the century, uh, Guard.
1: So, Wow. What a uh, moniker. Thanks for that, Stone. You're welcome. Of the century? Yeah. <laughs> there's 22 been years no so far.
0: Yeah. Fi- find me a better co-host. I dare you.
1: <laughs> Since 2000. Yep. You can't. You can't. I've looked.
0: <laughs> I've looked far and wide. I thought, is there something better than Guard? You've been out trying to isn't.
1: replace me for this whole time?
0: Well, I was just covering my bases, you know. Yeah, in case, definitely. Good in, call. in case you, in case you ever got big and famous and ditched out, I needed someone just as good, and there isn't anyone. Nobody, nobody better.
1: Um, okay, good to know. Yeah. All right, uh,
0: good guard. For how, me. how are you doing this lovely morning?
1: I'm doing great. You know, football starts soon uh, for the day we're recording on Sunday. Oh, that's
0: that makes it that makes sense why you wanted to record so early. While you correct? Were. Yeah, okay. That 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 checks out. Because you got football to watch.
1: Yes, that is the that is the case.
0: Well, I'm excited for you. It's always nice to have something to watch on Sunday. Um, there is no F1 this Sunday, and the IndyCar season uh, was over as of last week. So all, all right. out of race car, all out of Sunday race cars today, and it's making me sad. But I'm happy have for I you. Have I talked
1: about the dude from New Zealand I met on the podcast yet? No. You did not I'm not going to remember know. if I told you that real life or on last week's pod. I don't um, believe you did,
0: but uh, t- when, tell it anyways.
1: Have I told you yet?
0: I don't think so. Oh, it doesn't okay, sound great. familiar.
1: I met a, maybe I was saving it for the pod. I went to a bar last weekend and stumbled across a gentleman from New Zealand.
0: A Kiwi, as some call him. A Kiwi,
1: yes. He, him and his friend, who I don't know where the friend was from, maybe New Zealand, maybe not. We're here watching, uh, or excuse me, we're fighting fires.
0: Oh, shout out. (laughs) Shout out. (laughs) Homies.
1: So I don't know how the subject came up, but a dude started telling me, he said, are you into motor sports racing? And I said, no.
0: Absolutely. Oh.
1: (laughs) Because uh, I I get plenty of news from you, right? I don't need some random guy telling me more about it. He said- that's a shame. I love F1. And I said, oh, I just put a bet in on F1, revealing to him that I am at least (laughs) a little into motorsports racing.
0: You did tell me this, but uh, in about one sentence, yes.
1: He uh, proceeded to say, oh, great. This means I can talk to this guy for 20 minutes and explain to him what F1 racing is, even though I had (laughs) just told him I put a bet in on F1. So he tells me, what F1 is and why it's so cool for like 20 minutes. And I the whole time I'm sitting here thinking, dude, Stone tells me this exact same thing I, every single podcast. I get this spiel podcast.
0: once a week.
1: <laughs> I have plenty from my co-host here. I don't need some random dude at the bar letting drunkenly telling me how cool F1 is, man.
0: You probably know the most about F1 for someone who doesn't give a flying fuck about the sport. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> like for sure.
1: <laughs> So this guy is explaining it to me. I'm not kidding. For the better part of 20 minutes and the whole time, I'm a nice guy. So I'm the whole time I'm sitting here, uh-huh, for sure. Cool. And <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm thinking, oh, my God, dude, I know. And the worst part of it is, so he goes, so who'd you bet on this week? We bet on fun things, right? Things that will yes. pay a dollar yes. will pay us $400 or whatever. Yes,
0: we don't need 40 cents off our dollar.
1: Exactly. I'm not gonna bet on the guy that's gonna win the thing that's favored to win because we don't need to win one single dollar. So we put in that fun bet last week, whoever the fuck it was didn't win.
0: <laughs> spoiler uh, alert. <laughs> spoiler
1: alert! And I show the guy and he proceeds to laugh in my face, dude. I well, explained I- to him that it's a, a long shot fun bet for a podcast. And he says, that's fucking stupid. I was like, Hey, man, don't be an asshole. You know? Well, it's a fun bet.
0: Fuck that guy. Um, His friend was cool, though. Because I guess since we're already into it, we can roll into f one <laughs> Might as well. Uh, f one is the Italian Grand Prix in Monza, and we placed a bet on Lando Norris. Yeah. Um, you know, it was... I liked our bet. We didn't win. Lando ended up 7th, which is, was a decent result for him. Um, but... Uh, To start the race, he was in third place. He started the race third with his teammate next to him in fourth. So uh, he had all the opportunities to win. He had an awful, horrendous, just very bad start, which Mm -hmm. didn't help him out. But um, because of all of the penalties other drivers had, yeah, he was in third to start the race, and he ended seventh. Uh, But he only got beat by (laughs) Red Bulls and Ferraris and Mercedes, which is six other cars, but... Yeah. You know, he was he was Still the best great. he was the best of the rest, as as the, the rest of the field is called, you know, he was the best of all of the not topped teams.
1: Great. Um, but
0: but that doesn't help us for our bet, does it?
1: Uh, it does not. Nope, not at all, not at it all. It doesn't,
0: so we lost our bet, um, but it was, it was a good showing from Lando Norris.
1: He, we needed him to be the best of everyone.
0: Of everyone, which he wasn't. He was. There was no place. category
1: that said best of the rest, winner.
0: Um. Yeah, so that's thing one. Good race by Lando, but he definitely didn't win. Um, mm-hmm. Thing number two... Um, we're in Monza, and Monza is like one of the coolest tracks. I know I said this last year that it's called the Temple of Speed, which is like the dopest nickname of all time. That is really um, sick. But I want to tell you why it's the Temple of Speed, guard.
1: Because Indiana Jones goes there pretty often.
0: Yes, he finds treasure and he, and he shoots does speed. up. <laughs>
1: yeah, nice. We were on the same page. <laughs> we,
0: we got. We were on the same page. Yeah.
1: Um, well,
0: okay. So this racetrack opened in the twenties. Third racetrack to ever be pu- purpose built, pretty cool mm-hmm. in the world. Um, but the, 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 in 1950, it was reconfigured and, uh, turned into the temple of speed. So this racetrack as it's raced now, um, is different from that track as most are, you know, cars from the fifties and cars from the 2020s are very different. So the racetracks have to be changed to fit the cars that are driving on them. Right. Sure. In 1950 it was insane. So the 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 track that we race on now was still there in essence. It's like kind of this dog leg shape, pretty normal road course. Mm-hmm. But in 1950 the main straight uh, was split into two sections separated by Hales of Bay, which is insane. So you do the the dog leg road so course. So you just
1: hit me with Hales of Bay.
0: Bales of hay? Did I say hails of bay?
1: <laughs> I'm pretty sure.
0: Well, I'm a little dumb sometimes when I say words, so excuse me for that. Nice. But if okay. I did, Go on. if I did, I'll either um, edit it in right now to prove you wrong. No, or no. Show how much of a <laughs> no, dork you I am. Hails of bay. So Leave that shit in. Okay, <laughs> but anyways, you make the dog leg. It's a pretty normal I'm gonna, road. Course. I'm gonna
1: reference it like every five minutes, so you can't edit it out.
0: No, I mean, I'm going to edit in what I said to either prove myself wrong or prove oh, myself cool.
1: a uh, fool. Sure. Bales of okay. Here it is
0: again for good measure. Bales of Bay. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Stone in the edit bay. Um, but you, you make the read. You, well, what about, you the I the once. I thought, ho, wait,
1: wait, wait, wait. I thought <laughs> yeah, Craig yeah. had taken over editing duties. <laughs> no,
0: Craig's lazy.
1: <laughs> what does Craig do for us at I this point? I don't know, man. Then? He's
0: been sleeping on my couch for months, and I can't <laughs> Nothing at
1: all. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> okay. I think he's homeless. Um, okay, Go on.
0: So, guard, Monza, in the 50s, you do the course like normal. It's kind of like the F1 racetrack. But then you go down the main straight, and it's split into two sections. Uh, Mm -hmm. And then you go into a second loop, a completely second loop. So you do two loops, but this loop is like a NASCAR oval with banked walls at 21 degrees of banking. So you do a normal road course... And then you think, oh, the lap's over. Wrong. You do a second loop on an oval with banked corners like a Daytona track. And then you go back into the first one. It's fucking insane and wild. Um, And the old historic oval is still there. The F1 cars, like, have to go under it in their race. And you can see it from the grandstands and stuff. But they... uh, had to get rid of it because a, a car went careening off this bank corner and killed fifteen uh, back Holy in the day. Holy shit! Jesus. Yeah, racing used to be um, <laughs> too More wild exciting. back in the day. Oh um, yeah, too wild. But yeah. but go look up the old historic Monza track. It's really cool. It's why it was called the Temple of Speed. Um, but we don't race it anymore because it's wildly dangerous and unneutered. It sounds yeah. Like. Oh yeah, and rightfully so, man. That's too bad. It, it, it was scary back in the day. That's a shame, Stone. Because you know what happens when you crash on a banked corner without proper, like, railing and fencing in, like, the 1950s and 60s? It just turns into a horrific ramp into the crowd.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah
0: pretty wild stuff. Uh, thing number three, guard.
1: It hit me. Um, the
0: We finished with a Red Bull in first, a Ferrari in second, and a Mercedes in third. Uh, nothing to write home about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Kind of on par for the course uh, as this season goes. But we did have a um, new challenger enter the fray because Alex Albon, uh, driver for Williams, had to get his appendix taken out. Poor guy. Oh, shit. So uh, a young lad named did Nick DeVries. Was it successful? No, he's fine. He's fine. Okay, he had some nice. complications, but he is recovering and hopefully will be back for Singapore. But that's good. The the morning of qualifying, Saturday morning, a young lad named Nick DeVries got the call that, hey, guess what? You're about to go race in your first F1 race. That's kind of wild. Yeah. he, He was an F2 champion. He was a Formula E champion. So he knows his way around a race car, but it was his first time in an F1 race. And the dude did really, really good. He got ninth place, so he scored himself some points, which is absolutely humiliating uh, to his teammate, mm-hmm. the team, his teammate of the race. Because, as I've said before, um, your only scale of how you are as a driver is your teammate, right? Because they're the only person in the exact same car as you. Right, sure. And this kid, in his very first ever F1 race, out of 20... Drivers got ninth, um, beating his teammate who got fifteenth, um, and because he was in the top ten, he scored points. Something his teammate Nicholas Latifi has not done once this season. So uh, humiliating for Nicholas Latifi, and That's a uh, tough great, one, yeah, for, great for Nick DeVries. Um great for showing everyone was super impressed with him, and. Um, <laughs> His name is Nick, spelled N Y C K, which is also very fun.
1: Oh, you enjoy that? Okay, great. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. Nick DeVries. He uh, he at the end of the race, his arms were so tired that he could not physically get himself out of the race car, and he had to have <laughs> someone help him uh, pull him out.
1: Wow. But uh, well, good. Great for outing.
0: Great outing from the from the young Dutchman. <laughs>
1: Dutchman. Yeah. All right. Good for him.
0: Yeah, and that's that's that that was the Italian Grand Prix. It was a pretty good one. It was a, it was a fun race. Yeah, sounds nice. Um, and we're off this weekend. We're off next weekend, and then the weekend after we're in Singapore. So we got we got some waiting to do. But uh, shucks,
1: yeah. I know. Dang, that man! Dang. I'm bummed out about that news. Uh, yeah.
0: Well, guard. Um,
1: thanks for listening
0: to me talk about F one. Uh, anything hey, you have any off the top? Stone
1: uh i've got an ad for us great we need it this week brought to you by role playing Ooh, looking to flex your imagination during a tabletop game night setting looking to spice up the bedroom with some (laughs) sexy role play (laughs) try pretending to be someone else for a while (laughs) so Um, pretty hot stuff there so it is pretty hot
0: stuff um I tried, to, I tried to get all of our video game friends to role play with me, not in a sexy way, but in a fun, friendly way.
1: Well, sure. That was the first part of that.
0: When we when we played, there's a game where you're a pirate, and there's a video game where you're a pirate, and I thought, let's all pretend to be pirates, and no one thought it was as fun as I was, <laughs> and then I didn't break character for like two hours, and everyone was sick of me by the end of it.
1: <laughs> nice. But I had a good time. Role playing a game that is fun. I mean... Um... Like Dungeons and Dragons is fun. I love it. I I, I assume
0: I would too, but uh, here I am sitting by myself, not not d and with anyone.
1: Hey, listen. If you want to, the next time we're all having a in person friend group session, if you wanted to spend four or five hours, I have a one shot ready to go for everyone.
0: I I'm always down. You know that, guard. I think we're going to have to convince some other friends first. (laughs) We're going to have to convince every other person that we're going to have to have join, yes. Well,
1: Stone, much to your uh, chagrin, I have a dedicated weekly Dungeons & Dragons. I know, and
0: I'm jealous. It sounds like a blast.
1: It is really fun. Shout out. well guard. Those are the sons of bitches that offer to give away free stuff from the Remedial Magic podcast, by the way.
0: So shout out to those dorks in their dorky Dungeons & Dragons game.
1: Um, right.
0: And shout out to our sponsor, which can either be fun or very sexy.
1: Either way, yeah. Yeah, because
0: I also love to be an orc in the bedroom, you know? <laughs> oh
1: my god, yeah, definitely. Go guard go right. <laughs> a little bit. For fuck's sake, let's get into the <laughs> let's get into the actual reason we're here.
0: Yeah. Uh, uh Fast and the Furious, Tokyo Drift, Guard. Would you like to tell the audience how this episode uh, uh began or ends?
1: Episode begins. With Guard's Banking Corner.
0: Guard's More Banking Corner. And a bit of a switch up from what we thought last time. And it ends yeah. with the exchange of some car keys. Mm-hmm, No doubt. Um, so hopping back into it, where we left off last
1: time, as usual. We had a little bit of a mystery.
0: Yes. Han is dead. Uh, Sean Rest is Sean has a wild Wait, plan to do so some sorry. wild shit. Yeah. It,
1: can I derail us one more time? Because the funniest thing ever happened. Yeah. We were talking off air earlier about a punk show I went to. Yes. Okay, so this punk show was to raise money for women's reproductive rights. Awesome. awesome that cause. seems pretty
0: yeah. on brand for a punk show.
1: Right. It was cool. In between the band sets, the MC's job was to come in and like make jokes, right? While the other, the next band was setting up. Absolutely, yeah. One time she comes in and says, Hey, guys, you know who's cool? Ruth Bader Ginsburg. I'm bummed she died. Someone in the crowd goes, (laughs) Yeah, aren't we all? (laughs) Someone in the crowd goes, Rest in peace. (laughs) Incredible, a fucking awesome, hilarious Incredible thing she yell
0: out of a crowd. Yeah,
1: he like was trying to start a rest in peace chant. Dude, she, she what a crazy it, yeah. thing to uh, put in chant form. I mean, like someone's like, "Go Cowboys!" Someone was like, "Rest in peace, R.I.P." <laughs> I was like, "Oh my god." Okay, sorry, I just had to share that with everyone because it was the funniest shit that I've heard for weeks.
0: Shouting rest, in, rest peace.
1: in peace at a band show is so funny, man.
0: So we want to sh- say rest in peace to RBG, to the Queen, and to <laughs> yeah. Han to start well, this episode. S- now, off.
1: some people that's controversial, son. Some people don't like the Queen.
0: Okay, well, let's for the Queen, she doesn't get in peace rest. Let's just say rest. Okay. <laughs> t- to t- those take a to sneak- those
1: that if you like the Queen, RIP. If you don't, rest. R. Yeah, um,
0: because if nothing else she's been around for a long time and she at least deserves a little bit of rest you know
1: <laughs> <coughs> that's true okay getting back into things sorry about that
0: uh, Sean's on the run <coughs> or something he actually he's not on the run he refused to go on the run he needs to finish what he started or something Han is dead uh, DK's after him and he meets up with Twinkie in a warehouse and Twinkie says I'm need to get something out of my car my horrific Hulk." flavored the car. Ugliest
1: car of all time
0: and I, I need to give it to you Han wants it we guessed it was car keys because he was fumbling around in a small compartment in the trunk of his car well actually he's opened that small out, compartment to get a small cry bar to pop a speaker out of his crowbar. speaker system to pull out a backpack full of cash
1: so <laughs> yeah, he up. pops out one of his speakers pulls out a bunch of money now um, Stone, really this takes us to guard's me. cash corner
0: <laughs> yeah, let's get into it.
1: A segment in which Guard judges the amount of prop money that movies use to see how much it really is compared to what they are implying it is. Okay, yeah. Now, this Cash Corner is a little different uh, because they don't actually say how much money is there, which is a good way to cover your bases. But from later in the scenes, we can uh, kind of imply how much money should have been there because uh, uh, Sean, excuse me, uses it to sort of pay back the debts owed to the Yakuza, right? Yeah, yeah. Um... So how much would you say he, w- in U.S. dollars he would need to pay back what Han has kind of stolen over the years?
0: But is it was it US dollars or was it yen?
1: It was yen, don't worry. I'm taking that into account. I'm okay. just I'm just saying for the simplicity's sake for okay. your guess how much <laughs> US dollars <laughs> to not do you not
0: confuse think? me and my uh, my simple mind that doesn't know what how much a yen is.
1: <laughs> right. Um, I did the conversion, but you can put your guess in US dollars. Cuz my
0: guess in yen could be anywhere from 12 to 5 million and I c- wouldn't have any clue. But right. in US dollars um, I don't know, maybe, maybe like a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, I think that's Yakuza fair.
1: Ish. I mean, why would Han be stealing if it wasn't at least more than like 20, I would say at least more than 50 grand, right? Like yeah, the opportunity yeah. cost is way too high to be killed by the Yakuza if it's not like a ton of money, right? Yeah.
0: It should okay. be a good amount.
1: <laughs> so Han pulls out and it is yen because of the color Sean. of the money. Sean, sorry. The color of the money is yen for sure. They pull out. If you look at the stack, I believe generously, 100 total bills are in that stack. The, he has two stacks of a, about 50 bills. I would say.
0: Okay, yeah, I'm taking. You can go back on and it. look it's if you want. Two small stacks, right?
1: Um, and I say generously, big, each small. one holds 50 bills, just based on what I've I've held cash as a banker. I you brag know, about it. Not my own cash. It's not that great of a brag. (laughs) Anyone that's dealt with cash, there's a lot of people in the world that have dealt with cash, and if you hold a stack, you can kind of tell how much money is there, right? And for context,
0: um, it's uh, it's a stack that's smaller than a rapper would hold up to their ear like a cell phone.
1: Oh, for sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Okay, so I think he has about 100 total bills there. Okay. The, The highest... Currency: The highest note denomination uh, in yen, Japanese yen, is a ten thousand yen note.
0: Okay. Yep. I'm looking at it
1: now. One hundred times ten thousand is one million. So I think generously, Sean is holding about a million yen that Twinkie's given him. Right. Okay. A million yen to U.S. dollars is about eight thousand (laughs) dollars.
0: okay but that's that's just the amount he pulled out of the bag
1: right <laughs> that's true so i guess he could have a lot more but it looks like from the scene that's like the total amount are you say are you implying there's like a lot more in the bag
0: i don't, it's, it, from me and this is just me giving this movie too much credit per usual oh sorry it's, it's actually just about seems- seven thousand yeah that seems like just the amount that he was able to pull out with one hand and look at to pr- prove to us, the audience, that there is in fact cash in this bag. I can't imagine it's the only money in the bag.
1: Okay, fair enough. I'll, I'll go. I'll give the benefit of the doubt there. So maybe, maybe what like eight times more money could fit in the bottom of that bag easily. Sure. From how it sure. Bends maybe a couple. On. Yeah. 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 So eight maybe to ten if... times
0: more worth of handfuls that he could have pulled out of this bag. Feasibly,
1: so maybe that's about in today's currency about fifty six thousand U S. Then, still not a ton. <laughs> and back then, though, it, oh, that's this is worth more. This is yeah, yeah this is two thousand six. So I bet that's inflation wise, I bet that's worth a chunk of change. So we'll give the movie props on this one. In that case, sure, yeah, <laughs> a reasonable amount of money he's walking into a yakuza den with. Yeah,
0: I mean a full a full backpack. I mean, if the backpack is halfway full, yeah. I'd imagine, because <laughs> because at a point he does show it to some like big scary gangster types, and they like look in the bag and like wave him in. They're not yep. going to wave him in if there is literally two stacks <laughs> of money, eight thousand dollars. They would shoot him in the head immediately. It's like, what the fuck are you doing?
1: Yeah, exactly. That's uh, well, good na- to know. That, now that sets us up well later too for I was because that's the only way he's like not getting killed. By the way. Yeah. Walking into... The, so, I guess let's get into it. It'll make more sense why we went so so into depth when we go to the next scene here.
0: Yeah, well, okay, so he gets the money from Twinkie. Twink. And, twi- and, he, and Twink. Our boy Twink. Yeah. And, and Sean's like, are you sure you, you don't need this? I don't know being sort of considerate. and Twinkie goes. Where did Twink
1: get this money by? That his. And I Twinkie guess goes.
0: Is, I'll figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't. It because he says like. So Han has would accumulated. Want you to have
1: this. Yeah. So Twink's accumulated about a hundred grand. We're saying, or about at least like maybe fifty to Fifty to a hundred yeah. U.S. dollars. A, a th- fifty thousand to a hundred thousand U.S. dollars from. His black market dealings from selling what? shoes and speakers and shit.
0: I. But he says Sean Han would have wanted you to have this, implying that it's Han's money, right?
1: So Han has been using uh, Twinkie as a bank, or Twinkie. But also, when the cops... why does
0: Twinkie have Han's money? Is yeah, right. The next question, which I don't, I don't know. And, and this is like question.
1: right after. Uh, they like right after Hanus died. So Han, Han
0: died less than like twelve hours ago. Yeah, his body's still warm, mostly because it went up in flames.
1: So, <laughs> so Twinkie's like, "Oh shit," Han said. If I ever die, rush into wherever I keep my money and hide it. I, I don't know, man. Yeah, I don't know either.
0: Maybe he just always keeps a hundred thousand dollars with Twinkie for safekeepings. He he keeps it in that Hulk car under a speaker because he knows that's the safest place on Earth. Because no one's ever gonna steal that car. That's true. No the one's ever so gonna steal hideous. that car. He probably it's so leaves gross. the keys in that thing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but you know? he also knows that Twinkie has a weird a weird love for it, so Twinkie won't ever let anything happen to it. It's <laughs> right. so honestly really safe place to keep your cash.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Okay
0: um and Twinkie says no man I don't need it you're gonna need it if you're gonna get out of here alive or something get out of the there movie, alive
1: how how rare is it we give this movie a two for two on logic here I don't know man I think we were generous of talking them into the logic making sense but still yeah it's
0: <laughs> and then smash cut uh Sean is in a in a is in a spooky <laughs> Japanese alleyway full of <laughs> comically <laughs> yeah, dude. i don't know gangster full of caricatures like,
1: yeah of like 1920 caricatures of gangsters one literally is swinging a chain around and <laughs> doing that thing where he like puts like swings it into the palm of his hand over and over
0: um yeah like literally yeah. just a
1: chain nothing nothing's attached to the end of it or anything he's just wielding a, a heavy metal chain <laughs> and the other guy has a baseball bat
0: um, yeah, it's—the <laughs> the, the very first guy you see is swinging a chain in an alleyway, smoking a cigarette next to a guy with a baseball bat. It is—it's so on the nose, it's ridiculous, but— I mean, this um, is the Yakuza, by the way. So, so, here's a little Japanese lore for you. I believe, as they're walking down this alleyway, you can see a couple motorcycles scattered, um— Which brings me to believe that these are members of the Basuzaku. Sure. Which is a which we've talked about before.
1: Is it the Dawn Riders or whatever they're called?
0: Because they are a Japanese um, motorcycle gang that was started in the fifties and was big into the eighties and nineties. peaked in the nineteen eighties, but they were like a violent motorcycle gang. Basically, it was a bunch of um, uh, <laughs> Japanese um, fighter pilots from World War II that were like, you know, trained to like dive bomb ships if that was their mm-hmm. last resort, right? And uh, they got back to civilian life after World War II, and were like, "What the fuck are we supposed to do now?" <laughs> so they all bought ridiculous motorcycles and like terrorized Japanese town because. Of course they will. How are they gonna <laughs> go back in to be a normal member of society after being trained assassins in an airplane, right? Sure. Yeah. So they built these like extremely, um, like, over the top bizarro, flashy motorcycles and rode around and terrorized um, Japanese towns. Nice. And then later, their kids kind of took on the mantle and a less Uh, violent way (laughs) but in a more fun way where they took inspiration from these motorcycles and built cars that were over the top that they would drive around or in some cases um, in the US uh, scooters there's scooter gangs where they build scooters in homage to these motorcycles and ride them around and look cool couldn't
1: think of a less intimidating thing to ride around
0: you're absolutely right and that's kind of the point they take take, are are uh, their
1: sons going to have rollerblade gangs after this maybe
0: but you should see these you should see these scooters, man. I, I found I room found room. these scooter gangs and like it really I was looking around for vintage Japanese uh, scooters for a while. Turns out they're hard to find and very expensive. but uh they take out the string spring so they're slammed to the ground and put crazy lights and paint jobs on them and rip around on scooters. It looked like a good time, to be honest.
1: Sounds fun. But, uh, I don't I assume... think it's intimidating at all.
0: No, no, no. It's for fun. It's okay. like to pay homage to these uh, motorcycle gangs of past, but in a in a new in a new light. Not to um... be a violent biker gang, but to cruise with your friends and have fun. Okay,
1: which is sure. what I'm more
0: about. You know, right,
1: right. I couldn't. But anyways, you in a that's bike who gang, I assume
0: so. these people in the alleyway are. Uh, it doesn't say that specifically, but you know,
1: whatever. <laughs> But we're we're way extending the movie for itself. Yeah, it's again. a
0: comical group of bad guys carrying sticks and chains hanging out. It looks out in like an some way. guys
1: that might bust out any second into an acapella singing
0: session. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pull out their comb and start they look start like combing yeah. their hair. They look back, like yeah. fifty
1: gangsters. They look like they could be uh in the greasers. What's that fucking book everyone has to read in high school?
0: The Outcasts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks Stay like they old, could be in the outcast.
1: Boy. Um,
0: and that's kind of the look that that's like a he- whole style in Japan too. Is like they still they still do
1: like the whole rockabilly thing, which is cool, fun. <laughs> I guess. Anyway,
0: yeah. anyways, then then we Sean goes inside. <laughs> Sean
1: is fluent in Japanese now.
0: <laughs> yeah, shout out to shout out to wow. Sean. He's actually Sean has been
1: immersing himself in Japanese. He's, He's been, been really hitting lingo hard. <laughs> incredible he knows japanese fluently all of a sudden out of yeah, nowhere he
0: he shows uh the the people standing in front of the door his backpack of cash and they said sure come right in and um we immediately see nila in there with dk just chilling just chilling she's in a nice evening dress uh which is weird for a high schooler to be hanging out in a in a yakuza gang den but sure
1: Sean is Let's making bold demands in full Japanese sentences.
0: Yeah, yeah. Then we get a, b- a bit more Japanese that uh, we do not have subtitles for, and I did not bother to look up because I got the gist of it. Whatever. Yeah, <laughs>
1: it's pretty straightforward what he was getting at, right?
0: Yeah. So uh, what what cash. was he getting at? Give I have his, cash. You know,
1: I'm, I am here to pay off Han's debts because uh, he was a real big piece of shit. Rest in peace. He was stealing money from you guys, and I'm here to make things right now.
0: Luckily, Uncle Yakuza breaks out his English for Sean and for the audience. I uh, assume Sean was
1: butchering what he was saying, so he's like, There's good no God, let no me just, let's me just let switch to English to uh, help this poor sap out here. Yeah. Um,
0: he says, you think just because you bring cash in, you can walk out? Um. Sean says he apologizes for making a fool of himself, along he with says, DK.
1: He says, not only am I apologizing, that's actually the main reason I'm here. Yeah. Me and DK have humiliated ourselves. Let, I me, mean, let me try to make up for that, Unk. He,
0: so so something that Sean has going for him here is his southern, southern hospitality and southern charm. Uh-huh. Beca- because he comes in with a big, I'm sorry, we've put disrespect on our names. Which I feel like goes a long way to uh, Uncle Yakuza, you know? Sure. They're all about respect and shit. Yeah, yeah. You can tell that because DK is like a little puppy to his uncle, like, bowing to him. And, like, really, really... DK's um, a big-time
1: simp to the Yakuza.
0: He's he's simping hard to Uncle Yakuza, which I guess, fair enough.
1: I think that's um, kind of, You kind of have... I think uh, yeah. in the Yakuza... I think you either simp
0: to him or you die.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's pretty strictly <laughs> enforced, team. I think.
0: yeah. Yeah, um, DK says some stuff to Uncle, which Uncle just kind of shoes off, and then he bows to him and it's continues like to down, talk dude. to Sean.
1: Basically says, like, watch your fucking mouth, and then... Watch
0: your mouth, I'm having a conversation with this guy, can you yeah. not see? I'm and having a conversation says, with my the bee. white guy.
1: Yeah, sorry about that, <laughs> Uncle.
0: And then Sean says, I got a peaceful solution. This is between me and DK.
1: Before and you reveal what the solution is done, let's just summarize, because I think what he says next is fucking outlandish. So, basically at this point, Sean says, hey everyone, I'm, I came here to apologize, DK and I have been making fools of ourselves.
0: Absolute fools, we have, we're, we have brought shame upon our names. Han's dead. Big time dead.
1: I have a solution to solve everything.
0: I have the solution to end all solutions. Just hear me out, Uncle.
1: Solution being, we're going to have a race. We're going to have a race,
0: brother. We're going to race, dude.
1: Awesome. First of all, called it. Yeah, you
0: absolutely did. And I mean, (laughs) i give you credit, but this is what was obviously going to happen. Right. This is what the the whole
1: movie is building up to.
0: It's the fact... It's obvious that this is going to happen, but the fact that it does happen, he, like, goes into a Yakuza den and says this to a Yakuza leader. It's so silly, fucking dude. awesome.
1: The <laughs> leader of this part of the Yakuza says, a race, <laughs> Bet, dude. That sounds badass. He's, like, going to kill Sean. So the easiest solution, by the way, to the Yakuza guy is just saying, no, you leave town or I'll kill you
0: yeah yeah you give you've given me your money, and that's earned your ticket out of here. But if I see you again, you're fucking dead, kid.
1: Why the fuck would he accept a race proposition? I
0: mean, honestly, if I was in his shoes, yeah dude let let him. <laughs> What do you gotta lose? You get to see some fucking dork ass teenagers whip their cars around.
1: That is just so. And in the not end of them, one of them has to leave dude.
0: dishonored. Awesome, dude. Hell
1: yeah! <laughs> it's so stupid. Like, let me draw way more. Um, let me draw way more suspicion to the. So and the attention. police, by the way, are already um, investigating Hans' entire lair of like his they entire are. race den. We find out later. Why would the uncle be like, yeah, let me draw way more suspicion to what's happening right now. You guys could definitely get in a high-profile fucking drift race down a highway outside of Tokyo.
0: He also calls it a peaceful solution, but, like, the last race ended up in, like, a death. <laughs> so, yeah, literally. I don't know how peaceful
1: it is. Literally, like, maybe an hour before this, Han was in a horrific car crash resulting in his death. And the peaceful um, solution is a, a little race.
0: A little race, but at, the loser leaves town for good. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know silly, why dude. Sean <laughs> wants to stay in Tokyo so bad. Like, it's no not idea. like he was born and raised here.
1: Or maybe, I mean, maybe like he wants to stay for Neela's sake, I guess. But that's the other thing. Like, his main uh, reason for going in here supposedly was to save Neela, right?
0: The person that voluntarily left. Yeah.
1: <laughs> right. And then he goes in there, and the stakes of the race have nothing to do with Nila. No, he like no. I he, mean, I guess- he doesn't mention her name even. He all she, so she says, "Sean, get out of here." He makes no. He doesn't speak to her at all. He makes no reference to her in to his. To be deal. fair, I I,
0: I wouldn't either. Fuck her. She left.
1: <laughs> I mean, yeah, but like, come on. <laughs> what a what a weird uh, little thing that was, you know.
0: Um, DK is livid by this proposition. I've already beat this piece of shit once. And his uncle says, well, good. Looks like you gotta do it again, idiot.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's, the uncle says, yeah, it should be easy to do twice then. Not great logic. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, he, he,
0: uncle clearly hasn't seen the training montages of Han at the docks.
1: No, he, uh, definitely has not seen those. Smash uh, cut. We're,
0: we're at Han's
1: shop. Smash cut! Shout out, Trav. We're at it Han's is
0: now a, uh, an ongoing police investigation. Sean and all of his very good friends,
1: who We've we know the name of one of them, of throughout the um, official movie.
0: They there's there's police tape that says "keep out," and they say "fuck that," we're going in.
1: Yeah, a ton of police tape um, at Han. We're at Han's old shop where we uh, where all this mess started. The police have apparently tracked down Han's shop after Han's horrific death, even though it didn't yes. actually occur there. Yeah, they,
0: somehow they, somehow they, they found his lair they've done and some, ransacked it.
1: They've done some investigative police work, and they have confiscated every car there, unfortunately. They took
0: all the cars. Well, how the heck is this thing. Is Sh- Sean said, let's race. Dude doesn't have a car.
1: <laughs> yeah, he proposed that with uh, no plan in place whatsoever.
0: You know, you know, DK has a litany of dope ass drift cars, um, and you do not have any. Yeah, right. So maybe you should have confirmed that you have a ride for this race before you proposed it. He didn't.
1: Wait didn't take a it day, big right? Shot,
0: big Sean energy to, like, <laughs> put forth a plan before he's even sort of thought it through.
1: I'm just saying, um, wait a single day, uh, like to propose this to the yakuza?
0: Yeah, maybe, but he didn't. <laughs> no, 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 no. But luckily, there's actually
1: one car left. Mm-hmm. Sure is. It's fucked up.
0: Yeah, it's the Mona Lisa of drifting—the car that Sean absolutely fucked up in the opening scene. It is out back, and it's in—it's a pile.
1: Good news, though.
0: Great news, actually.
1: Engine still intact.
0: So, just in a in a scene straight out of uh the original pop the hood just like just like the mad scientist did of same the scorched supra
1: angle. yep looking same down same
0: camera in there. angle and what's inside guard
1: uh, a pristine engine and what engine is inside no idea well guard yeah as you remember
0: from fast and the furious the, the original they popped wanna, it and they had
1: um... By the way, I'm not being lazy. I just knew that you would know this, so I didn't bother Oh yeah, bother why, why what would you was. look it up? Yeah,
0: no, no, no need to. So I guess um, I am
1: being lazy, but for, with uh, logic behind it.
0: <laughs> um, you're being strategically lazy, and right. I applaud it. Works smart. He pops the hood. Um, in in the first movie, it was the legendary two JZ, which came sure. in the Toyota Supra. This one, right?
1: of course, is the three JZ.
0: This is not because this is a <laughs> Nissan, not a, not a, not a. It's a fair
1: guess in my defense,
0: because the the car that he is popping the um, hood to mm. is a Nissan Silvia S15, a very respectable um, little Nissan Lil. from the time, mm-hmm. which normally rocks a uh, two liter inline four turbo engine. You know, sure, it's not a beast of an engine, but it scoots and it, it made this a, a good car for drifting for anyone who wants to get into drifting. Not too powerful, but enough to get you sliding around the corners. Yeah, sure. But guard, that's not what's in this fucking car.
1: Mm.
0: We are learning real time why this was, in fact, the Mona Lisa of drift cars, as (laughs) Twink called it. Because under the hood is the legendary, just as legendary as the 2JZ, RB26 engine. Mm, Which did not, never came in the <clears> Nissan <throat> Silvia S15. That's the engine that came in the Nissan Skyline GTR R34 mm. guard.
1: Oh, uh, of course. Oh uh, Yeah, of,
0: of course. course. It's an inline six, and it is turbocharged, and it is the same car engine that was in Brian's uh, Skyline that we saw for a half a scene in, in yeah, Too Fast, dude. Too Furious. Remember the silver one with the blue decals? Oh, yeah. Remember how sick that car was, and then oh. it got impounded, and we never saw it
1: again? <laughs> most definitely, yeah.
0: One of the, Potentially the, one of the most legendary cars of all time, the Nissan Skyline GTR R34, um, had the RB26 engine in it. So, that's why this car is a big deal.
1: Okay, nice, yeah.
0: Because you, you took a engine out of a much, much, much gnarlier car and dropped it in this. Um and luckily for me, it just says RB26 big on the front of it. So I didn't have to do much research. I, right. I could pretty tell what it was. Pretty straightforward on that one. So yeah. that's pretty, that's pretty so good for I me. Maybe I should
1: have known that one. Yeah,
0: I mean, it does say RB26 on it. <laughs> yeah. You could have found that much out Oops. by just looking at it. But, no, oopsie daisy, um, you know. There's the backstory for that engine and why it's a big deal that it's in this car. Because it never came in this car. It came in, it only came in uh, Skylines.
1: Nice. Hell yeah. Well, so, bad news, we still don't have an entire car to put it in.
0: Good news, smash cut, we do.
1: Literally, one second after we see the engine.
0: <laughs> he shows back up to dad's house. Remember last time he was at dad's house and he had a gun pointed at him? Mm-hmm. Well, he doesn't explain anything to his dad. No words are exchanged. The garage door is opened. Dad's 60s Mustang is there, engineless, a shell and uh dad throws Sean the keys uh, still with no words spoken
1: yeah what a now horrible father to... <laughs> what
0: an absolutely lunatic adult figure his dad is yeah this oh guy's a terrible
1: <laughs> influence a terrible role model but pretty cool scene i got to say pretty they cool have scene. a they have a fucked up car with a perfect engine they have a pristine car now with no engine.
0: With no engine inside And in the
1: movie's defense, we did mm. see the dad working on the car in an earlier scene.
0: We did. It's not a complete surprise. We have been introduced to this Mustang before. And so, let me um, tell you,
1: I'm fucking jazzed. I got dude, a little- Dude, we're getting, I got we're getting the band up. back
0: together, baby.
1: <laughs> we're putting a that whatever that fucking cool engine is in the- RB26.
0: Badass
1: US car- Uh. You know, it's the it's a combination. It's like Sean. It's like uh, Sean. Now he's uh, he's got some drifting influence, but he's U.S. He's style boy. baby. He's
0: an American boy through and through.
1: We're the best of both worlds now, and I'm pretty jazzed up for this race. Yeah, we're we're,
0: we're mixing classic American muscle with modern Japanese performance, and. That's kind of what Sean is, you know. <laughs>
1: it's kind of the whole point of the movie, I guess.
0: Yeah, that's kind of that's great kind of a great for analogy for yeah. the movie. Yeah, um,
1: uh, we
0: get we get a we get a key toss between Dad and Sean.
1: Cool. And it's over. Key tosses are always cool. Yeah. <laughs> why would you hand um, the key? Why,
0: why would key. you hand the keys to anyone ever when you can yeah, toss them?
1: A lot know? cooler to symbolically transfer ownership via key toss. Yeah. So. I gotta say we're ending pretty strong. This has been the worst movie I've ever ending. seen up until now, but it's taking a turn.
0: Yeah, man. I mean, I'm excited. We we got the promise of a, a battle, a race with stakes.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm no longer against bored to tears. a
0: villain and our hero. We have the promise of a new car entering the fray, which is gonna be sick. Some potential right?
1: deaths on the horizon still from the race. Yeah, man.
0: The Yakuza is like involved.
1: Yeah. Heavily. Yeah, things are things are. We're no longer yakuza adjacent. Up. We're full on yakuza.
0: And okay, this movie has been pretty brutal up until this Awful, point. Horrific, but but we have been watching it like idiots, and I think I'm gonna go back on saying because I, I do like I did like this movie going in, uh-huh. and the first 15 episodes have really worn me down.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, a ton. But I
0: think as a full movie it gets a pass where, yeah, the middle's stupid, but then, like, look at this, beginning. Look at this and the beginning and the middle are all pretty dumb, but, like, building up to this, building up to this, Mm -hmm. it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Remember when they drifted through that crowd and then Han's car blew up? (laughs) Pretty cool.
1: Was cool, yeah. (laughs) I mean, I have to give credit where it's finally, finally earned. The ending is pretty cool.
0: All right, and I cannot wait for the rest of it because I have seen this before, and I assume Sean wins, but I don't. I don't really remember what happens.
1: If Sean doesn't win, I will be fucking flabbergasted.
0: We know he doesn't die because he shows back up.
1: Sean, uh, yeah, we know Sean doesn't die.
0: Eight movies from now,
1: <laughs> right? Um, but who knows if uh, who knows if anyone Maybe else Nila survives? Dies. I'm, you know, I wouldn't mind another death, quite frankly. I am so I have no investment of any of these characters. I could care less if any I would I'm not gonna say I'm I'm gonna be jazzed if they die, but I'm not gonna be disappointed at all if any single character in this movie. No, I'd be
0: pretty jazzed if someone died. We need the stakes a little bit higher because I
1: agree. I'm gonna I'm gonna Right now the stakes
0: are Sean has to leave town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Strike
1: what I said, I'd be jazzed (laughs) if anyone dies. Um
0: well, great. Hopefully, here's to some future deaths.
1: <laughs> That's right, and it's fine because it's a movie, guys. All right, it's a movie. Yeah, who cares? Chill out. Um, but
0: that is the end of the five minutes guard. And uh, before we leave, do you have any uh, other stuff you want to talk about real quick?
1: Um, I kind of touched on all my other stuff. In person punk shows are pretty fun. Turns out, dude, the most I
0: um. I went to uh, a couple of warp tours back in the day, and it's it was always the highlight of my summer.
1: I'm not a huge fan of punk in general. I'm more of a pop punk guy. Mm-hmm. In person, hardcore punk shows are pretty fun,
0: dude. In in person, like yeah, heavier music is fun, and like you get especially warp tour, you get like the mosh pits opening up, and you're like, cu- it's like primal. You're like fighting mosh pits to are stay wild, on your feet. man. Yeah, yeah but a couple also, of those
1: broke out last night, and I was like, what the fuck
0: but also i've never met a nicer group of people than the crowd at warp tour because yeah, everyone just falls there,
1: down they immediately get immediately
0: pick you back up and um, it's like everyone's there for in a the good time day, right but yeah man you, yeah you got it you if someone's down uh, thing number 1 is get that motherfucker back on their feet so I they mean, can like, keep partying and even last and not night get hurt and, and at the local
1: punk show i saw people go down and Everyone around them stopped punking and immediately helped them back up.
0: Yeah, soon. man, it's it's you. You show up to Warp Tour and you're like, look at all these scary weirdos, right? Yeah. Me being one of them. You're, they're wearing out, weird clothes. They got makeup on, spiky hair. Like, look at this yeah. rough and tumble crowd. Turns out, just a group of the sweetest people that want to show up and be weird with a bunch of weirdos yeah. for a day. Yeah, and it's it's lovely. And I miss Warp Tour with all my heart.
1: Punk people are pretty into arts and crafts. Turns out.
0: Yeah, a very creative bunch, a very wholesome bunch. What um, a lot of
1: homemade uh, jean jackets I saw.
0: Yeah, dude, love love a homemade jean jacket, love a, love a crazy spiky hair.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, go
0: to a punk show, everyone. They're fun.
1: Yeah, agreed. What um, about you, Stone?
0: Well, I have two things. One of them, <laughs> remember about a year ago when I said I was playing Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild? Sure. Well, I didn't play it for almost a full year. Well,
1: I'm back into it. That tracks, yeah. the Took my Switch on a flight. It was
0: fun. They just released the trailer for the second one, so now I'm bound and determined to finish this. I'm so bad at starting single-player games and then never finishing them, even if I have a great time. Have a really fun time, and then I just set it down and never come back to it. So I'm bound and determined to finish the first one before the sequel comes out next year.
1: I hate to be the one to tell you this, but you were destined to not finish that game if it took longer than however long was left in the quarter. You had a new hobby rapidly I know, approaching. But,
0: I know, and I know, I know. I get I get sidetracked, and then I just don't think about it. Even though it's really fun, I'm having a really good time running around and talking to all of the lovely characters of Hyrule.
1: Nice, hell yeah. Hey, Stone, I have a little um, quotation for you. Okay. That I think you'll enjoy. That I came across okay. the other day. <clears throat> you know how people say jack of all trades, master of none? Yes. And you are a jack of all trades and master of none, I think it's fair to say. Don't worry, em, <laughs> no. this is a compliment, I promise.
0: No, b- big time, yeah.
1: Um, Not to say you're not a master of certain things, but I'm just saying you dabble a lot, right?
0: I, I, <laughs> I've been known to, yeah.
1: So, So people use that quote against you saying master of all trades jack of nuns because they want the man wants you to specialize in one thing or whatever the real quote is a jack of all trades is the master of none but oftentimes better than a master of one
0: yeah so get fucked idiots
1: you're well-rounded is that's the original meaning of that quotation is being well-rounded's better than a master of one
0: I'm very mediocre at so many things, dude. I'll tell you what.
1: Here's my other thing that I forgot about. A lot of quotations are wrong. People cut them off for their own means, but most of them, if you look up the quote and then say full quote behind, mean the opposite of what you thought they did.
0: They they do a, they do a switcheroo in the second half that people yeah. just
1: forget about. You know, here's one more, and then I'll be done and let you do your other thing. Oh, I love this. People say blood is thicker than water. To say that yes. family is more important than friends. The real quotation is the blood of the covenant is thicker than the water of the womb. Which means the Yeah, rela- please tell me what that means. <laughs> the blood of the covenant, covenant meaning um you've entered a covenant with someone, so you've chosen to be someone's friend, is thicker than the water of the womb, aka your family your relationships. Family. So, you so the, blo- the blood of to... friends
0: that you choose is thicker than the, the uh, water the, of your family. Yeah.
1: But that doesn't mean oh, that maybe. doesn't mean um, your friends are more important than family. It means you need to choose to be close to your family and choose to be close to your friends, and that's more important. Wow, which I think is pretty cool.
0: That's way. I mean, it's way cooler than the ambiguous blood is thicker than water.
1: Right. Bullshit. Right. 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 Anyway, that's great. go on, Stone. Sorry.
0: Um. And my, my, my last other stuff is I've been listening to a lot of music, so I'm going to give an album recommendation. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh, Mac Miller's 2018 album, Swimming, is really fucking good. It's mm, like this love really lovely blend of like rap and R&B and jazz with mm-hmm. a bunch of really good instrumentals. And it's his last album before his untimely passing, which Mm -hmm. makes it hit that much harder. And it's a beautiful, beautiful album. I've listened to it like two, three times all the way through over the past couple weeks. And it's just lovely. Um, Specifically, the track What's the Use um, has one of the funkiest bass lines of all time and features uh, the one and only Thundercat on bass. And it's a really great song. It's a really great album. Listen to it. It's worth it.
1: It is really good. And I'll add to that. I love Mac Miller. Earlier, you asked me if I'd ever listened to an album all the way through. And I said, I don't mm-hmm. know. I have listened to a ton of Mac Miller albums all the way through, but I couldn't remember that at the time. He's like my mm-hmm. favorite artist. Swimming, by the way, if you don't know this stone, maybe you already do, goes with a. It's like a partner album mm-hmm. with, with circles, circles.
0: Yeah, Swimming Circles. That
1: got released in 2020 posthumously.
0: Mm hmm. Yes. So, and, uh, yeah, yeah. Because it's so good it's like it's almost less of a rap album and more of like a singer songwriter like it's so jazzy and instrumental driven it's really good stuff it's really i think swimming's a high point of his career and it's uh uh you know sad because i would have liked more of it but
1: i would have loved some just gonna, more i'm now, gonna be
0: appreciative for what we have you rest know? in
1: peace certainly to mac miller
0: big rest in peace no 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 just resting for that man
1: that's right Shout out to all his albums. I fucking love Mac Miller. That was a great way to end things. Great stuff. Thank you. As always, listen to Mac Miller. I'll just leave it on that one tonight.
0: As always, listen to Mac Miller and just good music in general. (laughs)
1: That's right. Peace.